Blessings from the Most High Yah. I uh, just had to start the broadcast out today with a little um, the ironic blessing. May Yah bless you and keep you. <laughs> I love the way that sounds. The Numbers chapter 6. This is the voice that cries out in the wilderness. The voice is here to speak to our people. My people Israel. Uh, shalom everybody. I pray that you are in good spirits on this moment. So I wanted to ask a question today, brothers and sisters. I hope everybody, like I said, is doing well today. Um, we are ending uh, this week. This week is coming to an end. Um, the next day, tomorrow. Well, tomorrow for me, uh, Mr. Preparation Day, getting ready for the Shabbat, as I, uh, which I loved to keep this day. So hallelujah for that. So uh, I'm not going to be holding you or your ear too long today, but I wanted to um, ask us a question as Israel. So this is a question I have for us as a people. Now that you've woken up to the knowledge of who you are as a people, that you know that you are an Israelite, what next? What next? What is it going to do for you? Is knowing that you're Israel going to get you into the kingdom? Just because we know that we're Israel, will we be allowed to enter into the, one of the 12 gates of the city when the Mashiach finally hands over the reign to our creator, Yah? You see, when the Mashiach was here, he never spoke to his people about the fact of who they are as a people. Because they knew who they were as a people at that time. They always knew who they were. It's only now recently that we don't know who we are, that we are imposters claiming to be they are the people. And that's all prophesied because this is the, the time of the Gentiles. But now that we know that we're woken up, what does that matter? What is that going to do for us? Did Mashiach teach us to be proud in the fact that we are Israel? No. Matter of fact, he taught a different message to his people. He taught when he was here, repent, for the kingdom of Yah is at hand. 
And since we don't repent, we haven't repented and we were thrown back into captivity because of our disobedience to the, the Torah and constantly worshiping false gods, have we really truly repented? Because, brothers and sisters, the kingdom of Yah is still at hand. Let's look for a second what the Mashiach told us when he was here. Let's look at something very important. Let's go to Matthew chapter 6, or Matthew chapter 6, and we're going to read verse 33. What should we be doing as Israel? <laughs> All right, so it says, Seek ye first the kingdom of Elohim and his righteousness. And all these shall be added to you. Seek ye first the kingdom of Elohim and his righteousness. And all these shall be added to you. So the Mashiach told us to seek first the kingdom. So we think about seeking. What does that mean, brothers and sisters? Do we look for something for like one little moment and then that's it? For anybody who's lost a set of keys, how do you seek those keys? So when you think about that, I want to give you the Hebrew definition, the Ibrim definition of seek. So the Hebrew, the Ibrim word for seek is the word darash, darash. And in the Hebrew, that's spelled D-A-R-A-S-A-H Darash and it's Strong's number H1875 and it means to resort to seek with care to inquire to require to frequent a place to consult to inquire to seek to, to, to prayer to seek in prayer and worship to investigate to ask, to practice, to study, to follow, to seek with application, with care. Shalom. To diligently, to diligently inquire, to make inquisition. Hmm. So from that definition, when you hear the word seek, it means to really put an effort for, effort, effort forth in the seeking of our creator. Put the effort forth. If you look, if you lost a set of keys, you don't just look over the house one time. You go and you seek. You tear the house upside down. You're all over the place looking for these keys. Are we seeking Yah the way we seek these lost keys? Because remember, we're the ones that turned our back away from our creator. He should never have to seek us. Yes, he gives hints to us. He has called us because if we're hearing my voice, many of us have been called. But if you've been called, have you been chosen? Are you seeking? Are you seeking our creator? What does it matter that you know you're Israel? They knew they was Israel. 
at the time those words were spoken by our Mashiach. Seek, 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 brothers and sisters. Just because you were woken up by the, to the knowledge of the truth by another brother or another sister about you being Israel, this is no fad. Yes, this is our heritage. Yes, this is our culture. But what does it matter? Are you seeking the Most High Yah? Many times we are just focused on the one aspect. But you know, when you seek, you find him. Who out here has heard my voice? Who is hearing my voice at this moment that has really truly seeked the Most High Yah? Only you can answer that question. Only I can answer that question for myself. But we seek our Creator. You know, there was a time when Israel constantly kept <laughs> being stiff-necked, worshiping false gods, putting away our Elohim for fake, made-up, mighty ones, or fallen angels. And there's been times that once that happened, once that constantly happened, there were people that sought out our Creator and did the will of our Creator and they were blessed for it. We have a brother that's in the scriptures in the Second Chronicles by the name of Asa, one of the children of David. Because all the kings after David wasn't all following the will of Yah or Dawid. They weren't all following the will of Yah. Even Shaloma, Solomon, he started out following and seeking the wisdom of Yah. But one of his wives caught him, got him to build and worship and, and, and go against the commands of our Creator. But Brother Asa, when he became king, he saw what was going on. He saw the high places that was built up for other gods. And he, became, he came out of it. He began, began seeking Yah after reading the Torah. As a part of Second Chronicles chapter 15, there's the first four verses that tells us what happens when we seek our Creator. Chapter 15, verse 1 through 4 says of Second Chronicles, And the Ruach of Elohim came upon Azariahu, son of Oded, and he went out to face Asa, or Asa, and said to him, Hear me, Asa, and all Yahuda and Benjamin. Yah is with you while you are with him, and if you seek him, he is found by you, but if you forsake him, he forsakes you. And for many days Israel has been without the true Elohim, and without a Torah priest, and without Torah, our instructions. But in their distress they turned to Yah, Elohim of Israel, and they sought him, and he was found by them. Hallelujah. You hear that, brothers and sisters? That in our distress, in our ancestors' distress, they turn to Yah. But why do we have to be in distress to continually turn to Him? When we're in distress in Mithraim, when we're in bondage, we turn to Him and He held our cries. When, he was, when we was in distress during all the times in our captivity in Babylon and everything that we were in our captivity, when we, when, when we turned to Him and yelled out to Him as a people, He heard our cries. 
Asa, when there was a kingdom, when there was a king and we were in our land, Asa had to come back to him and seek him and tell the rest of the people to seek Elohim to get rid of all the, the wickedness. Are we seeking Elohim like that? Are we seeking our creator like that? Searching for him, looking for him every way, asking him to reveal himself to us. Because if we're not, brothers and sisters, it doesn't even matter that we know that we're Israel. Yes, he made a covenant with Abraham, but Abraham sought him out. That's why us as a people are allowed to have this, 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 uh, this promise opened up to us because of our, our forefather, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Abraham sought out our creator. Are you seeking him out? It doesn't matter that we just go to worship on Shabbat. That's the date he instituted for us, but we're supposed to be looking for him daily, all the time. The book of Joshua tells us to meditate on his word day and night. So we're meditating on his Torah and we're speaking his Torah. Brothers and sisters, we have to, we have to wake up our people pro properly. Yes, it's good that we know that we're Israel because that was a big chunk of our history taken away from us. But not only do we have to tell them and wake them up to the fact of who they are, we have to show our people why we were in that position. Yes, you're Israel, but you turned your back on the Most High Yah. You turned your back on his Mashiach. You're the reason why you're in his captivity. You're the reason why we are. We are the reason why they're still gunning our people down in the streets daily. Just because we had a black president didn't change nothing for us. It doesn't matter who's in that in in our in the White House. It doesn't matter who leader what the leader is. It's all the same agenda. But all we can do, and all we should be focused on, is seeking our Creator while we have time. So, brothers and sisters, let's get away from the fact that we know who we Israel. Yes, that's well and good. But what next? Seek ye first. Follow his commands. Love your, your Elohim with all your heart, mind, and spirit. And love your neighbor like you love yourself. That is the whole of the command. And that's what the Mashiach taught us. So I pray that you enjoy the rest of your day, brothers and sisters. I love Israel. And thank you, and all praises to the Most High, Yah.